0: Why are we doing the Try Me Tapes?
1: Why are we doing the Try Me Tapes? Yeah. To deliver a message. Yeah? Yeah. A Um, message of what? That message is go!
0: It's a good message. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the Try Me Tapes, an audio journal of an amateur athlete. I'm Matt. And I'm Abby. And we're here to discuss Abby's athletic adventures. Try me tape number five. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you ready? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> this is Abby's journey into being accountable for things she says she's going to do.
1: Yeah. And evidence of then and now.
0: Yeah. It's good to look back and work out what you've done, what you've learned. And we'll find out what you're going to do next.
1: We're on.
0: Week three.
1: Week three, coach catch-up. So every week I caught up with Jimmy just over the phone and we would go through my programme for the rest of the week and basically discuss anything that I wasn't sure of or... <laughs>
0: or I laugh at that.
1: Or my... Wait. <laughs> <laughs> or my... Um, basically just... Like injury, just a solely holistic, how are you? Um, what's been going on? Yeah. Go
0: on. My, uh, my favourite quote from this is, swimming last week was bloody hard, Jimmy. I think I'm a dominant arm swimmer, if there is such a thing. <laughs> it's an interesting concept that you're a dominant arm swimmer. Yeah, Jimmy then went on to ask you, were you using the fins when you were doing this session? Your little feet fins.
1: So let me explain the training session. Yeah. 25-metre pool, and you're supposed to swim on your side and kick your legs. One arm, the arm that's stretched out in front of you, so if I was swimming on my right side, my right arm would be stretched out in front of me, Uh, my left arm by my side, and you're kicking in the water trying to keep that balance. Mm -hmm. You have to kick quite a lot and quite hard without using your arms to try and maintain that body position and actually propel yourself through the water to get to 25 metres, which just feels like fucking forever. (laughs) And the reason that I... Swallowed so much water and found it so difficult. I must have looked so stupid, especially <laughs> on my left side, which is why I'm saying that I must be a right side dominant. I didn't want to actually turn around and go on my left side because I just kept like <laughs> collapsing into myself. Uh, he said, "Did I wear fins? I had purchased fin. No, I hadn't purchased fins at this time. Yeah, no, I hadn't. That's in the picture, but I hadn't.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Um, I'd." picked up some of the other necessities that he'd put on the list, but fins weren't weren't top of the list because um, previously in the training sessions I hadn't had them yeah. and he hadn't mentioned them. Yep. Um, so he was kind of uh, he was apologetic because he just assumed that I would know that this training session would require fins, fins.
0: which I did not.
1: And they did make a lot of difference. Yeah,
0: I can imagine. Um, yeah. <laughs> programmed that way for a reason.
1: Yeah. It's uh, It was almost like half the effort, twice as quick. Didn't swallow as much water. You can really focus on where your hand is in the water as well, like oh. in front of you. Yes.
0: So this is probably one of the landmark moments of learning to clarify what your coach expects of you.
1: I don't think that was my fault. Um, How was I supposed to know that the session required fins?
0: I don't know. Haven't we said in other tapes that you hadn't sort of clarified what you were supposed to do
1: maybe but i don't think this one is one of them actually
0: you don't think this is one of them no so it didn't say anywhere where
1: fins
0: no so this isn't the same as when you got the levels wrong on the bikes no (laughs) (laughs) and they were heart rate levels not actual physical (laughs) like resistance levels yeah Okay.
1: And in this case, it was just a miscommunication. Like, he assumed that I would know just by generally speaking to his other clients who yeah. maybe would have done the program before or he maybe would have worked with before, yeah. um, whereas I had no experience. When I actually used them, they were horrible. I hated them because... The fins. Yeah. They rubbed and they gave me a horrible blister. But, like, later on in my training, I actually found real use for them. They were quality...
0: Yeah, did you learn something about yourself and how you engage with coaches? Because this is the first like personal coach you've ever had.
1: This is no offence to Jimmy, no. but um, I really hated catching up every week.
0: Did you? Every week? Yeah. You'd rather, what, every two weeks or maybe just a once a month? Like once a month. Really?
1: But when I did it, I felt like it was really valuable. Yeah. And it was almost like I had to push myself out of my comfort zone
0: um, which to, you've been doing a lot of
1: yeah to make sure that we had this clarity yeah. and that we did know what, like what level we each other were, were on like mm. what he expected out of me and um, what I was getting out of it yeah, especially as I was new to everything because I didn't want to do it I, I wanted it properly which is the whole reason why I got a coach in yeah, the first place Yeah, so yeah that wasn't to Jimmy that's just that's at anyone I hate phone calls Yeah, I'd rather speak to anybody over email
0: so at this stage, we're end of week three or beginning of week three. We're in week three. Overall, how was your like training? What were you saying on those coaching calls? Yeah, I'm all fine. It's all great. Or
1: I was really honest actually. Just said the bike was tough, but like I really liked it. I liked enjoying the the difference and the challenge. Um, I think I was still really skeptical about getting out on my bike, um, on the weekends. So I would.
0: That confidence thing. Yeah. Confidence in the brakes.
1: Yeah. It was winter time. Um, so motivation to get outside in the cold and wet anyway.
0: It was a darker like, time.
1: <laughs> but like the excuses that I would go through in my head of good ones that would actually
0: Okay, what? let's hear your excuses. What what excuses okay. were you giving yourself so to not get on the bike and go out? So
1: the weather would have been one of them. Weather.
0: Yeah. How bad would the weather have to be windy. to be a, just windy? Uh, yeah. Okay. If it's windy, like if
1: I could hear the wind, nah.
0: That's an in- cool. So you even gave yourself a measurement scale. You yeah. said, if I can hear the wind, yeah. then nah.
1: Yeah. Uh, wet, because I want to slip, because I don't know how good my tyres were. Slip tyres, yeah. Um, all the brakes, I wasn't confident yeah. in the brakes. <laughs> what else? Uh, tired, probably. I'd been training like loads. Right quality time with you
0: Uh, i kept i became an excuse as well this is nice
1: so we could go on a bike ride together but we couldn't go on the road bike together. Together could we? Because no, we don't both have a row bike. I couldn't so.
0: keep up with you on a mountain bike. up mean, no, no.
1: So we'd both have to go on the on the mountain bikes. Oh, but at I'll least I'd be cycling. No,
0: it's still cycling, yeah.
1: Clipless shoes. Didn't want to wear them.
0: Didn't wear them. But I
1: didn't want to admit that I was too scared to wear them for a while. And then I
0: just. <laughs> and you just yielded. then I just <laughs> rolled over and showed door. your tummy. <laughs>
1: threw them out the door. <laughs> I ain't wearing them.
0: So that was the coach's catch up. That's where you're at in week three.
1: A little bit of a skip. Yeah a little
0: bit of a skip in time.
1: Eight weeks of training.
0: This is uh, the New Direction blog.
1: I think this was just a touch point of being honest about what I had previously done in sports, my background and that even though I'm sharing my experiences I wasn't being very technical. I kind of I'd still do it now, where as if, I, if I'm new to something, I'll do as I'm told until I'm at a point where I think, why am I doing it? And then okay. I have to get the information to be able to proceed.
0: So you, you're not instinctively curious? No. But after a while, you seek to clarify why you're doing it? Yeah. Right.
1: And then I would like to see progression yeah. or I'd like feedback on how to make it better. Yep. But like first off, I don't want to know anything about it because I want to just throw myself in the deep end rather than putting expectations and then they're not maybe not being able to meet them.
0: Yeah, that's kind of a good approach, I think. Yeah. I think too many people build things up or take people that are in the limelight and be like, oh, well, they did it like this, so that's what I'm aiming for, as opposed to just looking at whether they enjoy the process and enjoy the training so eight weeks, you've decided to sort of look back at your your past in sport.
1: Yeah, I was a hockey player for a long time. Nothing really serious, but I think team sports is like, well, quite different to being a triathlete. Maybe not in the sense of when like you're a bit more in with the sport. So if you're in a club or if you're a competitor, you might see the same... People, So you might then train with them, you get together that way. Mm. But this was definitely more like you see each other on a weekday to train, you see each other on the weekend. That's kind of your social time and your sport time, like competitive time, uh, fitness time. So it was a big part of my life. So you
0: said here taking a hockey player who recently started a career as a massage therapist and personal trainer, meanwhile using the gym to develop strength training. I have stepped into quite a different world. What do you mean by that? What?
1: What I just said, really. Yeah. Yeah, if it it was it's quite different doing training on your own and trying to mot- motivate yourself. So if you're not pulling your weight in on the hockey pitch, like you've got other people to answer to, really.
0: Yeah, that collective effort together you can almost benchmark yourself against how everyone else is performing and
1: then you've got a win and a loss so
0: there's an outcome yeah immediate
1: yeah and you know if you're playing really well like sometimes when my training especially doing it on my own and I had nothing to measure it against I didn't know if I was training well or not as well as like in the gym like you know when you're training well like you can lift something you can't yeah uh, you can increase your weight you can't you just know that instantly, whereas I think with triathlon training, with just being very new to it, yeah, I was a bit like, I'm not sure where I am.
0: Yeah. So after you wrote this blog, looking back at sort of how you used to train and playing hockey, one, did you miss hockey after you wrote this? Um, Is this a bit reminiscent?
1: I think I'll always miss hockey. Yeah. But I think that I'm a very different person now. I think I still have that competitive edge. Yeah. I don't think I was very nice when I played hockey.
0: <laughs> Do you think you're nice now? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um, I think I was fun at the at the end, but I think lots of people. I think I was
0: fun at the end. Yeah,
1: I think not any screen stickers I was new, so I couldn't really be a, a dickhead. But no. especially towards the end of my and when I was in Cobra, yeah, I just took it a little bit too seriously. That's why I changed. Maybe
0: you took yourself too seriously.
1: I changed clubs because I just I thought like I can't expect all these people to try and put in like the effort that I want to put in. Mm. When it's like club level, everyone wants to turn up for like their fun Saturday. Yeah. Whereas East Grinstead are a little bit more like training to win, training yeah. to get like up the ladder, and mm. it's a bit more serious. So that's that's what that is why I changed ultimately at the end of it, just because of my attitude. But um,
0: so that was before we even started this triathlon journey. You think you took a, a gear shift with your attitude there and, and, and acknowledged that it's not the club, it's me. Yeah. So you move clubs to give yourself a new challenge. Yes. And then going on, that's why you gave yourself, that was before this even started. Yeah, true. Yeah. So it was was there. It was coming through.
1: (laughs) Glimmer of hope.
0: Yeah. The birth of a new Abby. (laughs) She will be a nice person one day, we promise you. She'll go into her cocoon and come out like a beautiful butterfly.
1: I am nice now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's what everyone says at the gym. Months on a
1: tumble. This is very short, this one. Um, we went out for a celebratory ride. Again, not on the, the road bike, on the mountain bike. Shock horror. C-
0: covered in dust. <laughs> just like cobwebs <laughs> all over it.
1: Every now and then I'd sit on it and just put my... And try,
0: <laughs> try and get your feet in the cleats.
1: Try and get my feet in the cleats. You'd hold the front of it whilst I was there and be like, pedal, 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 unclip. Pedal, 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 unclip. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it was a darker time in our lives where I had to hold the bike for you to practice clipping in I and clipping out. I made those out.
1: clips so loose as well, I could basically slip my foot in and out anyway.
0: <laughs> oh, clipless, um, amazing technology. Out on our bikes, having our a little bike,
1: ride. Celebrating a month of training, got way too cocky, pulled the back brake and did a rad skid. Round a corner, nice 360, um, spin. nice 360
0: spin. Why did you do a really brief blog about crashing your bike?
1: I think it was just to be a bit relatable and just say like,
0: <laughs> like trying to reach my audience. I
1: think you know when people kind of just say everything's going great. This is what happened to me.
0: Yeah, this
1: is training day for me. Yeah. Like it wasn't always like that. Like there was
0: it's the purpose of these tapes is yeah. exactly that, isn't it? Yeah. Like it's not all sunshiny. No so you crashed the bike I was with you it was humorous because it was a nice easy corner (laughs) but did that make you want to ride the road bike even less
1: Uh, I didn't associate it to be honest it didn't really it didn't really bother me that I fell off I think we'd spoken about it so much that there's going to be a time where I'd fall off my road bike and it's going to hurt and it's going to be bad but that's something that I think everybody, every athlete, w- would have experienced.
0: Yeah, my dad says that about riding a motorbike. He says it's not if you crash, it's when you crash. And the moment you aren't considering the possibility of shit happens, is probably the moment that shit will happen. Mm. So just be aware that there's always a tumble yeah. to be had,
1: and it can't. It's not always going to be like your fault either. So yeah. Um, and then we went out. On a trail ride we with did. with the bike and the shoes,
0: I shit my pants. You swore at me a lot. I swore at you a no, lot. You didn't want my help, support, encouragement.
1: Screamed whenever anybody came near me, especially pedestrians, dogs, dogs. Oh my god, dogs! They do not get like they don't get out of the way.
0: You can't unclip your feet, and the dog is so excited to see you. He's hurtling towards you. You can't pull the brakes because they're too far away from you. <laughs> you can't balance. And your feet are stuck to the bike. Yeah. There was lots of swearing at dogs.
1: Yeah. Poor Trying man. to start on a hill as well in clipless shoes, unbelievably hard. Even ha- now you can't do it. <sighs> no. No. <laughs> I'm not going to try and bullshit you. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I actually never developed pedalling with clipless shoes. No. I wanted to take out that variable that was stopping me from going out on the bike. Um, so I just decided if I was training on the bike erg or indoors that I was on flat pedals then I could ride outside with flat pedals and I'd looked at some kind of comparisons online more research More research, and they said like obviously there's going to be a some difference but like the level I was training at I was just I just wanted to get out there and do it without putting my pants so
0: trying to remove the uh, excuses we were talking about this was one of them this was a big one yeah putting on those shoes yeah clipping the bike and off you go yeah so they went and we ended up buying quite a few flat pedals. We? we just ended up finding some mountain bike ones that work. Yeah,
1: something that's grippy is quite good because obviously you can still get that pull motion.
0: Yeah, at the level you're anticipating to compete at, I don't think the amount of pull motion you would be losing would really make a difference to where you placed and how your race went. Because no. there was so many obstacles to overcome, including confidence and understanding where to go on the bike, would be more important than whether your feet were on the pedals or not. Mm. So that was a choice that was made to modify the bike. A
1: good one, I think.
0: Yeah, you did ride it a little bit more when you uh, had the flats on.
1: Yeah, lots
0: more. Good for you. Yeah. Yeah.
1: What well a me. What well done, Abby.
0: Tape five.
1: That's the end of tape five. Yeah
0: end of tape 5 click thank you for listening to the try me tapes don't forget to subscribe to hear the rest of the tapes if you'd like to give us a review please head to podchaser.com or to share your athletic adventure join us on facebook at facebook.com forward slash try me sport
1: what are you going to say at the end I don't know yippee Yay!